Welcome to the Be Your Own Loud podcast. Today's guest is Kimberly Griego Kyle. We're going to break down a tactic called Pick a Fight. If you're going to create a cult brand, one of the most important things for you to do is to find a villain, find an enemy, find somebody that you can kind of, for lack of a better description, attack because that is a unifying enemy, a unifying villain that other people who are in your cult-like brand can hitch their wagon to because they believe the same thing that you do. Our guest, Kimberly Griego Kyle, is probably the best person I know to talk about the pick-a-fight strategy, mostly because she's been picking fights since she was knee-high to a grasshopper. I'm super excited to have a chance to interview her, so guess what? Welcome to the show, Kimberly. Thanks for having me, Matt. Be your own loud. All right. Tell me about the time in your life where, and this could have been three days ago, it could have been, you know, 29 years ago. When did you realize that standing your ground as a human being was part of your core personality? It's, it's honestly in my DNA. This is a family story, and my mother reminds me of this all the time whenever I waver on something. Mm-hmm. But my great-grandmother, uh, who is uh, Swiss-German, she, she married her husband in Switzerland, had a child, and uh, he came to America to establish the family here, but left her in Switzerland. So it's, and was going to send for her when he was established. He didn't. She packed up her small child, took the boat over to America and found him and divorced him. (laughs) This is, this is the DNA of the women in our family. We, we don't take, crap okay so it's it is who we are you know we we will stand our ground and i mean i even as a small child i have been very tenacious that mm-hmm. is who i am it is in my blood it is in my dna i can't help it i can't help it <laughs> when when was a time that you I mean, one of the beautiful things about tenacity is is that when you get knocked down, you just get right back up, right? I'm going to nerd out for a minute here, but there's this great movie called Captain Marvel. It's one of the new, not super new, but the, the main character was always told every time she fell down, you know, that she needed to get back up. And every time she did get back up, and that's what really made her become the, really one of the greatest superheroes in the Marvel Universe. But when is one time that you got knocked down that you just like, you know, you took it on the chin and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you got back up and it made you stronger as a person and really just solidified that resolve. Well, interestingly enough, when I first started in this business, uh, almost 23 years ago, and I, I didn't know anything about it. And the, the person who really was my mentor, Richard, he was very, very kind and very helpful, but he had a business partner at the time. And I told him, this other gentleman, I don't know if I can call him that really, but he, I told him, I said, look, I, I had talked with Richard and told Richard, I wanted to get licensed. And Richard said, great, I will help you. I will pay for it. But I sat down with the other gentleman across 
the desk from him and said, I want to get licensed. I want to get into the business. And he looked at me, mind you, I was 30 at the time. And I said, I want to get licensed. And he said, why would you want to do that? And I said, because I'm not going to be someone's secretary for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so don't knock me down. And that was the kind of interaction I had. And I was just like, no, uh-uh, you're not going to do that to me. Sorry, my dog is whining. <laughs> well, does, does she want to get back up on your lap? Or? She might. Come here, Amy. I might have to grab, grab her. Camera. Well, go ahead and grab her. No, yeah. that's totally fine. Yeah. I got introduced to the dog earlier, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Who doesn't love puppies? I love puppies. puppies <laughs> love. So through throughout your career, so so that was that was a while ago. I can't even imagine. I remember one of my first consulting clients that that was like my ideal client was was a woman who had really had a rough go in financial services. For for those of you who aren't aware of this, the financial services industry is still terribly dominated by men. When I came into the industry, it was about 7% women. I think it's 12, 13% now, which is abysmal considering that you're 51% yes. of the population. I couldn't believe what I saw at conferences. I couldn't believe that this was like Mad Men from the you know the nineteen forties, fifties, sixties, and on. And, and unfortunately, it's still it's still somewhat like that. And, and luckily, people like you, and there are a lot of other people, and hopefully, people like us who are male advocates are, are really trying to make a big change there. But that's not the the fight you picked, right? So you've no. picked many fights in your life. Before we get to the socially responsible investing. What other fights have you picked that you like kind of tap yourself on the the chest and you say, you know what, that was a fight that I would fight again. And I'm proud of myself for stepping up. I pick fights that I am always going to be proud of myself. Good. For my mother taught me that to do things that you're going to be proud of. So if I had to pick one, I would say it. It, do you want this just business related or anything related? It's anything related. Five, six years ago now, 2014, 2013, in that time frame, so seven years, eight years, my wife and I, now wife, were asked by the ACLU to participate in the lawsuit in New Mexico for same sex marriage. And that was a fight. We put ourselves out there publicly and we got hate mail. They even found my youngest son's phone number and he got phone a couple of phone calls or did change his number. But that was a fight we were proud of. To be a part of making history is something both of us are extremely proud of. I Obviously, you said my name is Griego Kyle. It's hyphenated. I don't look very Hispanic, right? (laughs) But my wife is. She's Hispanic. And the lawsuit was Griego v. Oliver. Wow. After my wife, um, we were the lead plaintiffs in that lawsuit. It's something, it's a fight we were more than proud of and to be a part of. How did you get chosen for that? Was it because you guys were totally scrappy or that they knew that you had the 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 tenacity again to use the word that you used earlier that that this is why that happened? We've been testifying in front of the legislature for a couple of years oh. for domestic partnership benefits here okay. in New Mexico. They had heard us testify 
and asked us to be part of the lawsuit. We had to be vetted. That's how we got involved. Gotcha. Now, our our focus here at Proudmouth now is to, is to help people like you rise above the noise and, and really, truly accept your voice and be your own loud. Besides podcasting, for those of you who don't know, Kimberly's got her own podcast, and it's absolutely fantastic. You've been podcasting for a while now. What other things do you do to really preach your message? And then we're going to talk about what that message is. So before we get to your message specifically, what what are some of the other things that you do to, to be heard? For the business, you know, we've done some of the typical things in terms of having some seminars, those types of things. And because we have such a niche market, that draws people in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, beyond the podcast, we have done little marketing other than our website and word of mouth from our current clients. That has what has drawn people in. And it wasn't until we changed our website to the current tagline, which I think we're going to talk about here in a minute, that was incredibly impactful and really what started drawing in a lot of new folks and new clients. Because, I mean, as you say, it's, it's demanding and it's powerful. And when it was first brought to us as a here's what I, I suggest, you know, and, and it was one of a, like three different options. It's a little shocking and had to think about it for a while, but it's like, no, let's go for it. It really is a call. It's a very big call to action for people. Right. The clarity of message. And that's one of the reasons why we went through our rebrand. We get asked that question all the time, Kimberly, is, is you know, why did you guys go through all of that? That's why, because uh, we wanted clarity of message. So Kimberly's message is invest like you give a damn. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute. <laughs> Financial services is like the most fuddy-duddy, stuffy, blah-blah-blah industry in the world. And she right. punches you right in the face with invest like you give a damn. Because if you don't give a damn, what does that make you? Right? Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. It's like you're just shaking people. Like, it, Well, here's the right. thing. Yeah. We don't know that they can invest like they give a damn. My old boss, we were in a, in a meeting. When I first got into this industry, this guy named Ron Carson. And Ron was meeting with a very, very wealthy widow. Uh, her husband had just passed away. And they were going through her financial plan, and she was looking at some of the top holdings that they had in the portfolio. And one of them at the time was Philip Morris. Okay, so it's a different company now called Altria. And she hit her hand on the table really hard, and she said, what in the hell are we investing in that for in, in Ron? brilliant salesperson, right? Said, well, it's one of the best dividend stocks that we have, blah, blah, blah. And he goes through all of this stuff. And she said, she said, my husband just died of lung cancer. And Ron stopped. Then he said, oh my God. Now the words coming out of Ron's mouth here, I think are the most poignant. If you've ever met the guy, he said, you know what? I'm wrong. You're right. And that was such a huge philosophical shift for him and his whole investment management process. Now, I don't know if he's actually gone the whole route of SRI or or ESG, but that was huge. And I remember him telling that from stage all the time. So you can invest like you give a damn. You can also get an amazing thing. So talk about that. Where did that come from? What does that mean to you? And how do you preach that message? As I said, our advertising person brought it to us and It was so shocking to me that I wasn't sure what to do with it at first. And then I thought, if it's shocking to me (laughs) and powerful to me, it's going to be to potential investors. 
that's how I feel about what I do. Like, I really care about this. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. I would not be in financial services hmm. if I wasn't doing impact investing because I don't want to be in the traditional world of investing and just selling something to people. I want to make a difference. That's why I do this. It's important to me. It's important to the people who come to see me to make a difference. And they care. They do give a damn. I thought, yeah, we have to go with that. Mm -hmm. And it's made a big difference in terms of people coming to see us and talking to us because they really want that, you know, they're going to have investments that, I mean, they have them and they want them to be doing something good and powerful and making change. And that's what impact investing or ESG investing is all about. It's about making change. It's not just about not investing in Altria. It's about making change. I've talked about that a lot on my podcast. Sometimes I think I should have called my podcast invest like you give a damn. (laughs) I probably should have called it that, but it's just so powerful and so important. And really what we do is tailor the client's investments to what they care about. What do do they give a damn about? What's important to them? It's fun. I find it fun. (laughs) Let's dive into that a little bit more deeply because because that's, you know, again, part of separating yourself from from the noise that's out there is is your process. And and that sounds to me like when you're onboarding a new client that you're, what we refer to as the discovery process in financial services, is very, very different than what other people might experience. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like when somebody says, I want to invest and give a damn? What does that look like? I mean, we do have a a fairly traditional asset allocation process and questionnaire, but we also have a social policy questionnaire because as I tell clients, it's not about what's impactful or socially responsible or sustainable to me. It's about what's important to them as a client. I don't know that unless they tell that to me. We have a questionnaire to really suss out that information from them. That way we can create their portfolio, whether it's mutual funds or individual stocks or individual bonds around their particular sustainable social needs, what their criteria are. And we really have to try to work on it with with that particular process. And it it, it is a process. So that's what we do. We can't figure that out without that social policy questionnaire. We've, we've created that to, to kind of match those, those pieces up. Your industry, uh, the whole idea of impact investing, has a little bit of an identity crisis uh, because <laughs> you've got SRI, you've got yeah. impact investing, ESG, BRI. Who's going to solve them? Well, I love that question because as of the beginning of January, I'm, I'm now a new board member of US SIF, the Social Investment Forum. And that's a question that they've been asking. How do we clarify these acronyms and give some sort of general definition so that universal definition so that everyone kind of knows what they mean? And I think that's something that US SIF is going to try and tackle. Because there are a lot of different definitions around those. And 
so many acronyms, so many letters. When I first started this 23 years ago, it was only called socially responsible investing, but that doesn't really fit for everyone. You know, for some people, it's about environmental issues. For some people, it's about social justice. It's about the S and ESG, but for some people that gets left behind. There's a lot of pieces to, to really look at. We, we want to make sure everybody gets what they need in their investment process. And there's a good definition. It's going to be the longest acronym ever. Um, (laughs) If you could pick a fight. So here's one of my final questions for you. If you could pick a fight with anybody and not damn the consequences, Mm. who would you personally pick a fight with? Well, I'm just going to keep this to work related because there's a lot of people we could probably pick fights with, right? (laughs) We talked about this before we went on. And last year I got almost harassed, really harangued by a tobacco company to come on my podcast. It was their intention, really, to come on and promote their sustainability initiatives. Now, how does a tobacco company have sustainability, right? How can you really do that? So what they're doing is they're, I'm just going to say, they're greenwashing their product because there's just no way that cigarettes are sustainable in any way. I mean, you, you might be able to say the way it's grown can be sustainable, but after that, there's nothing about it that is healthy or sustainable. So they really wanted to be on my podcast. And I, I did a lot of research. I talked to a lot of colleagues. I had several of them who were willing to come on the podcast, meet them head to head. And ultimately I decided not to do the podcast because, you know, at the time specifically because they really wanted the PR. That was their point. Yeah. Was they wanted PR out of it. However, I would take them on if I wasn't doing it just for the PR Hmm. for them that I'm willing to do because I know people who've had lung cancer. I know people who it's affected in my family and personally friends. And so that I would pick a fight with them, but on my terms, not on theirs. And one of the most powerful things I think about pick a fight is just that, getting getting your message out there on your terms. How, How have you had that as your filter, though? How have you made sure that if you're going to pick a fight, that you're going to pick the way that you want to pick it? That's how I've always (laughs) picked a fight. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) I mean, if I'm picking a fight, I'm going to make sure I have all my ducks in a row so that I, I want to win. I'm not in it to lose. Now, sure, that that's going to happen occasionally, but I'm going to be honest, it doesn't happen often. And sometimes there's a draw, right? But that's how you sharpen your tool and, and you need that. But I, I don't pick fights that I expect to lose. Now, in the social investment process in shareholder advocacy, you do pick some fights you don't expect to win from the beginning but you expect to move the meter forward. You don't expect to win 100% 
immediately. And that is part of the process. So as far as shareholder advocacy goes, which I 100% believe in and feel is extremely important, it's not a winning process from the beginning. You know you're going to lose sometimes, a lot of the time, but you're still going to move the meter forward, and that is key. If somebody wants to find out a little bit more about SRIESG, you, your story, learn from you, what is a good way for them to reach out? They can call me at the office, 505-982-9661, or email me, kim at horizonssfs.com. Kimberly, I want to thank you so much, uh, one, for for being a magnificent uh, member of our family here at Proudmouth, uh, but also to uh, do what you do. More people need to realize that investing like you give a damn, giving a damn, period, and standing up for what you give a damn for is vitally, vitally important, not only for you to get your message out there to rise above the noise, but also to hopefully make some change. So thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. I love to talk about what I do. And it's very, very obvious that that you love talking about what you do. And speaking of talking about what you do, just a couple of very quick takeaways here. If you plan for the fight, the probability of you winning the fight is much higher. So I love that Kimberly said that. So there's number one. Number two, what do you give a damn about? Step up to the plate. You know what? Take the control away from all of the misinformation that's out there and empower yourself to be the expert that you are. It is your, in my opinion, it's my opinion, it's your professional responsibility as an expert in your field to tell people the truth, right? And the truth is not subjective. The truth has fixed truth points based off of what Kimberly does, which is unbelievable amounts of research to make sure that she's providing you with really, really great investment opportunities that are aligned with you as who you are. Next, take a moment and think about how you could market to your company. So the way that Kimberly does it is is she interviews really amazing people. She puts out a podcast on a regular basis to make sure that she is contributing to the positive good, the good information that's out there. And I hope that you have the opportunity to think about doing that. If you want to use us, that's great. If you want to learn from us, it's even better because you can just join our Influence Accelerator Academy, which is free, by the way. And we'd love to have more and more people involved with that. So for everybody at Horizons and all of us here at Proudmouth, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to Be Your Own Loud, where we reverse engineer success to help you accelerate your influence and break free from the torment of sales. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our podcast, share with others in your company or profession, follow us on social media. This podcast is brought to you by Proudmouth, the Influence Accelerators. Visit us at Proudmouth.com and join our Influence Accelerator Academy for free to enhance your marketing mindset and know-how.